Be sure to check us out on Patreon. There you will find our community with several different tiers of learning. Our Patreon community is all about immersing yourself in the streams, teachings, and the Taya practice with lots of Taya tools and Taya teachings via weekly live video and exclusive coaching sessions at patreon.com. I've been taught to label it as evil or bad or should not be, but if I stop doing that, and all I have to do is really teach myself to stop, and and this takes time, but you work at this over time, you do get to a place where, okay, nothing's bad, nothing's evil, it's an experience. And even if an experience separates us from our physical vehicle, we are eternal strands of consciousness, And from that eternal perspective, this lifetime is a blip. Welcome to the Stream of David podcast. We have the Taya banner up, but this is going to be a Stream of David podcast. Why? Because we have thousands and thousands more listeners right now for the Stream of David. And we want to bring Matt back. We want to bring Matt. You you were on the Taya Practice podcast not not long ago, just a couple of months ago. Uh, And we've been on hiatus for summer and we're going to stay on hiatus for a little bit. So we're not weekly right now. Uh, I'm, I'm putting a podcast in when I get time between trips, uh, and I'm heading back to the beach this week. So I won't be podcasting from there. I'll be TikToking from there, but not podcasting. How are you? I'm well. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. Um, yeah, I'm well. Everybody loves Matt. (laughs) (laughs) And Matt loves everybody. I do get more comments when you're a pot, where you're a guest. I do get more comments, everybody. You're a you're a rock star in the uh, the stream of David slash Taya world. Oh, I'm I'm very I'm very uh, humbled. Uh, well, I think uh, you know we 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 both love it, and hopefully people get something out of it. So, yeah, well, that's um, that's the the whole idea here is to inspire people, yeah. whatever it is they want to experience. You were just telling me a great story, and I said let's save it for the podcast. So let's open with that. <laughs> we were talking yeah, about Taylor we'll- Swift. To uh, you're in your 40s. I'm in my 50s. You know, guys talking about Taylor Swift is kind of funny. But I, you know, I don't. I'm not a big Taylor Swift fan. But I love that "Hi, it's me, I'm the problem, it's me" song that came out a year or so ago. And you said that you're a big fan. You had a great story about Taylor Swift. So go ahead and share that to start things off. Yeah, yeah. Just just to caveat it, I'm not a big fan, but my middle daughter is is an incredible fan. Like they all, they're all having. She's um 16, and so she's right in the age bracket you know and all her friends are having parties and her phone everything everything her her world is taylor swift and i talked to her a lot about you know manifesting and and just you know keep it keeping the vibe high and all that sort of stuff <clears throat> and so it was almost i don't know what it was like in the states but it was almost impossible to get tickets here and she was like daddy i'm gonna manifest these tickets and i'm like you go girl and i'm you know so i was helping her with her technique and how's it going to feel and what's going to happen and just imagine that and stay in that in that vibe and stay happy about it and uh, there were three there were three lots of tickets that you could get for and so she, and so she set the intention I'm going to get the tickets she kept a vibe high and then she took action so she borrowed my credit card so she had the, the funds to pay it she borrowed her mom's credit card so she could do that she took the day off school she found out when the priest t- tickets were like she did a whole bunch of stuff and she ended up with 16 tickets <laughs> that's Which incredible just, you hear about people yeah. winning you know two tickets to a concert and being really happy 16 is incredible yeah yeah and the thing was the first couple of days the first time she got uh she got like two lots of four but they were right up the back they were like nosebleed seats they were just you know and um 
I was like, it's okay, you got them, you know, it's what you wanted. And she really wanted the kind of front row whole thing experience. And then on the last time that tickets went on sale, she's like, okay, I'm just going to give it a try. And she got like row three. So it was absolutely amazing. Yeah. Wow. So that's, cool. that's valuable. I don't know how Taylor Swift works, but generally tickets now are, are crazy. Yeah. We just bought Madonna tickets. Madonna's coming to the arena. That's We have an arena that's brand new. That's five minutes from our house out here in the desert. And Madonna's coming and she'll be here in January. I've seen Madonna four times. I wasn't <laughs> terribly excited, but I thought, you know, I should see her one more time. I, I used to be a huge Madonna fan back in the day. And this yeah, is all of her cool. old school classic stuff that she's doing. Oh, New face, old music, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, God love her. And yeah. the tickets to that show, we paid $1,000 a seat and we're not up for anywhere near up front. We're on the floor, yeah. but we're not anywhere near up front. And they were still $1,000 a piece where Crazy. the tickets, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars to get on third row, I'm sure, of Madonna. Yeah. And this is Taylor yeah. Swift. And she's selling out stadiums here. Yeah. Highest grossing concert of all time, from what I understand. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, my, my credit card certainly took a hit. Um, but what was what was interesting was just her her belief, right? Her belief and her expectation that she was going to get these tickets. And yeah. I, it's, it's fascinating watching kids, kids especially, they just get so into stuff, you know? They don't have that doubt. They haven't been soured by, you know, previous bad experiences. And so they just believe and they just kind of go for it. Yeah, I love that. And I remember that. And I, I have renewed that and I've held on to it. I, I've wavered throughout my lifetime for sure. But that that sense of wonderment and magic and, and you know, you're all about that, I know. Yeah, yeah. We we can we can hold on to that throughout our lives. Yeah. Speaking of sense of wonderment and magic, I spoke to my 83-year-old father today. Wow. Uh, my father's 83, his wife is 81, my stepmother. My father's not in the best health. And when he was 75, he turned 75, I bought him up. They're into Shelties, those fluffy little miniature collie-looking dogs. Oh, yeah. And I bought, they'd had a Sheltie that died. And when he was 75, he said, we're too old for another dog. And I said, no, you know, you're not. I'll buy you a dog for your 75th birthday. And if anything happens to the two of you, I'll take care of it. Mm-hmm. Fast forward there, the dog that I had bought them just passed away. Sadly, it had surgery and didn't make it out of surgery. He was 13 and a half years old. And now my father's 83, if I'm doing the math correctly. And uh, they're, they're getting a puppy. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm texting my brother and my sister or like, what the hell? You know, they're getting a puppy in their eighties. How are they going to, and I just, I had to like breathe for a minute and say, you know, everything's going to be okay. Appreciation of all things. It'll work out. And my sister is is much closer to them and lives there where they do. And she said, I I have not seen him this happy in a long time and she can't squash that. Yeah. So whatever we have to do to, to care for this dog, if that need arises, we'll do. But, you know, they're 80-year-old. You, you got to love them. You know, they're in their 80s and they're like, hey, let's get a puppy. <laughs> yeah. Let's commit let's to something it. for another 15 years. I love it. Yeah. 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 yeah so I, I'm on a different topic. Uh, I have to plug the book, first of all, because I always forget to do these things. I'm, I'm terrible about it. So uh, we're going to put a little, little, for those of you watching on YouTube, if you're listening, sorry, we're showing a, a picture of what the cover of the book. Have you seen this, Matt? No, it's stunning. That's really beautiful. I'm glad you Field like it because you're 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 Mr. Marketing, and and we had a professional book designer do this, and and I, and again, just like last time, the first draft, just like the tile logo that you did for us, you know, the first draft was I love it. Why go any further? It's perfect. So I thought that about this book cover. 
Yeah, it's really nice. It's really nice. Upgrade the operating system for your life. I like that. I really like that approach to Tire, you know, that it is a system that works for you. Are you, are you happy with how are you happy with how the books come out? Yeah. Yeah, very much so. I'll, t- I'll take that down so we don't have to be so tiny on the screen there, but I just want to flash that for a bite. So you can go to Amazon right now and pre-order the TIA practice, the TYA practice, uh, and get on the list for pre-order. And you'll get it the day that it publishes on 11-11-23. Uh, that's the mm-hmm. Kindle version. And we are going to create, in fact, you're involved in this, as soon as we have the website up for the book, <laughs> we are going to create a sign-up uh, for the hardcover. Thank so we're going to publish the hardcover and the Kindle version, and then we'll do the uh, paperback next year and the audiobook. We're going to do an audiobook also, and that'll be next year. Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. So I'm really excited. It's taken over five years to complete this book. Uh, it's all inclusive. Everything that we have learned teaching the Taya practice to people all over the world for the last five plus years. Uh, we're not holding anything back. Uh, you get the whole practice, you get all the tools, you get everything, and you're going to get case studies from Matt and others that have gone through uh, boot camp that are in mastery. And we even have a case study from someone who has not gone through boot camp. Uh, so I, I wanted to include that, that you can be a Taya practitioner without necessarily doing that. Although I do think that that's a good path for anyone that wants to practice Taya to manifest their way into that, like your daughter manifested her way to Taylor yeah. Swift. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, enough plugging the book. So yeah. I mean, what I, do, I remember it's funny. It's funny you mentioned the book. I remember stumbling across an ad on Instagram as my plane was pushing back from the gate to head up to Hong Kong, and I had like just enough, um, just enough cell range to download the book before takeoff. And I, I remember reading it on the flight up, and uh, and it was just like, wow, what is this? This is this oh, is the stream book. Yeah, yeah, the first stream book. So I'm really looking forward to the second one. Yeah, and that's how it's completely randomly. That's how I, I stumbled into Tyre and, and, and you know, you changed my life, David. Well, that was the old days too. I met you on Instagram and I used to really mm-hmm. interact with people on Instagram and, and mm-hmm. I just don't, it just doesn't happen on Instagram that way anymore. That TikTok is that now. I am chatting yeah, with moved, people and meeting moved. people every week now from TikTok. Yeah, it's moved. The, uh, the, 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 the energy and the focus has moved to a new platform. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm I'm getting it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm putting up a couple of week of new TikToks, mm-hmm. and I, I go outside in the morning. I try to do them at seven a.m. before it gets noisy, with yep. you know lawn equipment and bugs and all this stuff. And it's it's kind of the right time. The sunlight's just right, and I'm trying to do them outside and get them done in that seven a.m. window. My face is always puffy because I'm just waking up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I do my TikToks out there, and uh, good interaction, good good comments. I feel like I'm actually teaching on there, not just you know. Hey, Taya is great. You know, I'm actually teaching yeah. something in every single one of them. So if you're not a TikToker, uh, jump in, get into TikTok, man, because I, I think TikTok is, 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 is where it's at. It's where the energy is right now. And I, and it's, it's so the algorithm works so well, it does give you whatever you stop and look at, you're going to get 10 more of that. Yeah. yeah. And you, you know, in a way, sorry to interrupt you there. Okay. In a way, TikTok is a perfect example of, um, Tire, right? Whatever you focus on, you're going to get more of. Yeah. Yeah. It really is like a, a yeah. law of attraction slash process yeah. of creation, you know, type of thing. Mm-hmm. And you get, you get positive and negative. You're going to get some things in your feed that you like, and you're going to get some things in your feed that might trigger you in some way. And uh, if you I get some things more with them. Yeah. They're kind of good at peppering stuff in just to see if you'll bite at it, you know? And sometimes I'll see stuff like, why am I getting this? 
or if it's something political, I'll watch for a minute. And then I'm like, ah, oh, I'm going to get 10 more now. <laughs> you know, I don't want all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's, it's a fun thing. And so I have to really limit my time. I do it in the morning over coffee and that's it. I don't do it the rest of the day because you can really get addicted to it. I want to do other stuff with my life than live on TikTok for sure. But I'm enjoying meeting people there for sure. Yeah, it's good. It has its uses. And as long as you, as you manage the, uh, your, your time on it, then it's, it can be beneficial. Yeah. Yeah. So 10 minutes and 11 minutes into the podcast already, let's, let's dive into our topic so we can be efficient with our time because I know everyone, (laughs) TikTok has given everyone a short attention span. We've got to get to it right away. They're going to turn us off. Um, Why, why negative exists. Hmm. The, The stream has been going down this, this path forever since I've been channeling. But we go deeper and deeper and deeper. And there was a, a TikTok that I did recently where we, we were touching on this. And I'm going to go deeper into it here with you because I know you get it. Mm-hmm. But just to to the blanket statement of why negative exists, negative exists to create a drag on the pure, positive, powerful, universal creation that is source. So if you think about how new creation occurs, Source is driving all new creation and source is not a judgmental entity. So source is creating all of it and not saying we're going to just give you positive and not negative. Source doesn't view any of it as negative. It's all an expansive experience mm-hmm. as a strand of consciousness, a manifested strand of, of source consciousness is what we all are. We're expressions of source having a physical experience period. Mm-hmm. And in the physical experience, Everything that we encounter that is new to us expands our consciousness, makes us a more sophisticated version of us. And now that I'm so deep into this practice, I see that so crystal clear, but it took time and work vibrationally to get to a place where I could really, really see that. And I think it's Mm -hmm. allowing more source in your experience and getting your ego out of the way to allow that. And then you see that everything that's suffering, everything that is unwanted, everything that's labeled evil or should not be, if we stop all that, then we can view it as that was an experience. Yeah, I've been taught to label it as evil or bad or should not be. But if I stop doing that, and all I have to do is really teach myself to stop. And and this takes time. But you work at this over time, you do get to a place where, okay, nothing's bad. Mm. Nothing's evil. It's an experience. And even if an experience separates us from our physical vehicle, we're, we are eternal strands of consciousness. And from that eternal perspective, this lifetime is a blip. Yeah, it certainly is. And, uh, you know, until, and it's funny, something can happen. And for, from one point of view, it's the worst thing ever. From the other point of view, it's eh. And from the other point of view, they don't even, it doesn't even register. So this thing happened, and for three different points of view, it was a completely different experience. But the thing in itself never changed, you know. Yeah, the opinion, the, the perspective is what changes. You're right. Exactly, exactly. And, and that's the makes it good or bad, you know. And you see that. We've spoken about this before. You see when little kids fall over and they kind of hurt themselves and then they look up at their parents to see what their reaction should be. And sometimes if their re- their parents' reaction is shock, they panic and then it kind of Yeah, I'm gonna get attention. If I if I freak out, I'm gonna get attention. Yeah. And if nobody yeah. gives a shit, like our our baby boomer parents, <laughs> yeah, walk it off, kid. <laughs> get up and yeah, get up and brush it yeah, off. You, and, no point you know. in crying, no one's paying attention. Yeah. 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 
and, so and also, you know, and, and similarly, how many times have, have, have you been in a situation where it was a high pressure situation and just by bringing different energy to it, you kind of diffuse that? Well, what's know? amazing is when you start going back and a, and a big departure in the Taya practice, and I know a lot of Abraham people find their paths to, to the stream and, and Taya because that was sort of my path to the stream and ultimately creating Taya they sort of stop at just get happy and you get everything you want, look forward only. And there, there's truth in that. But I realized that there was a whole big piece of the creative puzzle missing and not kind of going back and really reworking what built the foundation of our belief systems, our early childhood stuff. Mm-hmm. There is, you know, psychology is all about that. Let's go back into early childhood. And they're, they're really in a non-spiritual way Let's go back and figure out what created this belief system that you're operating in that's continuing to haunt you and create things of like nature because you're still judging it as should not be. You're giving it life. Yeah, you're so focusing go on back it. and look at childhood from a different perspective, a higher perspective of appreciation. All that stuff gets cleaned up and starts to transform. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. And 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 you know, that that's just that's kind of more evidence if you want that this this system is so powerful if if you apply it and it's it's powerful because it's so simple you know it's not easy but it's very simple and you just need to to go back and and clear up your stuff and and keep clearing up your stuff you know even even for those of us who've been practicing for a long time stuff still comes up and you're like i'm still getting annoyed about this um yeah it's rooted it's rooted in a belief somewhere that's created a trigger for you that you have complete control over yeah, yeah, and and, that, don't and want, that, I don't like being triggered, so I don't I don't yeah. want anything to control me that way. Yeah, and and that triggers habitual, right? So sometimes you you may you may have done a lot of work to kind of detune it, and then all of a sudden something happens, and it just it, it's so quick to come back up because it, it it was a habit of yours, it was an old habit of yours. Um, and I think you're right when we, when we look at things just as as the experience and try not to judge them, it just makes our um, reliving of it or our living of it so much, so much easier, so much lighter, you know? Yeah. There's something, um, I I saw, uh, probably a TikTok. (laughs) who knows? I saw a clip somewhere and it was a woman addressing a school board and I don't know how things are in Australia, but here in the United States where in the midst of this big, uh, you know, massive polarity, cultural war divide, if you want to call it that. And it's because during the Obama years, everything swung very left in the United States. Hmm. And suddenly we had gay marriage. I didn't necessarily think we would ever see gay marriage in my lifetime. It was crazy that all, all those, all of a sudden here we are. And then states start legalizing marijuana and, you know, all these things just start moving very rapidly. It's like, you know, sources at work creating without judgment. You want this right now? You're focused here. More of this, more of this, more of this. And of course, being in a polarized environment, not everybody was ready for all of that. And of course it got Mm. pulled back in the other direction uh, during the Trump years. And there's a lot of that still there. There's a lot of that conjecture obviously still there. You may not have heard, but there's a lot of that going on here. (laughs) And she was addressing the school board and she was saying to the school board very articulately, we shouldn't be teaching sexuality and gender identity in schools. Schools should be about preparing, you know, and I was kind of like, okay, I could get on board with that. And then she veered off into Christian world. <laughs> like, yeah. You should be teaching Jesus. And I'm like, oh, okay. You had me until you went into the, you know, okay, it's just not my version of what you should be teaching in school. And now I want you to teach my version of, of beliefs. I could be into no beliefs 
here's mm. the information, here's how to, to do what you need to do to, to be a, a human being and an adult, you know, in this world without the politics and the identity and all that stuff. I, I could actually kind of get on board with that. But what really got me thinking was what we're seeing in schools, and I'm going to bring this back around to our topic, I promise, is I, I think there's a whole generation of teachers that perhaps suffered or, or witnessed suffering of people from like our generation growing up where it wasn't okay to be out or to be yeah. gender other than, yeah. I know in, I grew up in Minden, Louisiana, Bible as Bible belt as it gets. And you would, could not have survived being openly gay in that town. There was nobody, zero did yeah. not exist. Yeah. And I, I knew I was gay. I knew I was gay when I was six and there mm. were things going on behind the scenes, but nobody mm. was openly gay. You just didn't. And, and no male person would be feminine uh, yeah. and, and survive <laughs> literally. Uh, and we had a girl that was kind of masculine and she just caught hell and she just, she gave up and just stopped and, and started wearing makeup and stuff at, at mm. some point. Mm. That was just her preference for what it's crazy how powerful that the tribe is, isn't it? Oh yeah. That, that but what thing. I think teachers, I think where teachers are coming from, I try to appreciate all sides and all things. That's my whole mm. thing, right? Mm. That's what Ty is. And I think that they're well-meaning wanting to save children, this younger generation from the suffering maybe that they endured or witnessed yeah. by making schools quote unquote safe spaces. You can be your gender identity. You can be your sexuality here. And they're trying to save them from their childhood essentially. Mm-hmm. And I look back at my childhood and think, yeah, I had to be in the closet. I had to be secretive about who I was. And when I finally did come out, I was disowned by my mother. My father didn't get it. You know, we'll never have the relationship that he has with my brother and sister. We just won't. And most of my friends are not my friends anymore because of it. So I did not have a great, I didn't get thrown out of the house. I got thrown out of the house, but for other reasons, but you know, I didn't have the worst experience. I wasn't, you know, brutally attacked or murdered or, you know, some of the things that, that do happen to gay kids. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, under, I understand the, the very uh, empathetic wanting to create a safe space, but you're also wanting to shield them from their journey. And you're saying that their journey is wrong. Yeah. And I look back at my journey and think, I, I expanded my being. I'm a, I'm a more sophisticated version of me because I had to be this chameleon and, and, and play this role and be in the closet for a while and keep things. And I had to build a life for myself where I was financially able to come out and say, this is who I am. I don't care whether you like it or not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it was a good thing for me. But well, you wouldn't be here. You wouldn't be here if, 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 if it wasn't, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's, really, it's, it's what was. And what the stream yeah. says is how can you judge what was or should not be because it was or is. Mm-hmm. We, with this concept of labeling something should not be is a human created. An, animals don't do that. They don't sit around. Oh, I shouldn't be getting old. It's Terry. You know, they just do their thing. They do. Having pets is just a wonderful thing because you just witness, you know, a being just especially dogs, you know, they're just such joyful creatures most of the time. And you just witness these creatures living without judgment. You know, we had a dog at a year old fall and and break his leg and limped on three legs on, you know, misdiagnosed for months in pain for months. And Mm -hmm. we hardly even knew it because he wasn't, he was just kind of getting around and doing his thing until we got him diagnosed. And then we got all that fixed. But um, you know, he, he didn't sit around, Oh, I'm in such pain. This is terrible. My life is over. You know, he just wasn't, he didn't have that experience where humans, we do that to ourselves. 
because we've been taught to. Yeah. Well, judgment is suffering. You know, if you if you don't judge something, you can't suffer from it. And and what happens now? That's easier said than done. But uh, well, because we're taught so much judgment, we have to unlearn all that. And but you can. That's the good news. Yeah, absolutely, you can. And 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 what's on the other side of that is 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 freedom. Freedom to just have the experience and freedom to to grow from the experience, um, whether it's pleasurable or not. You know, and sometimes I'm sure most of our listeners, if you if you were to take a second and think back to a moment in your life where you thought, shit, this is really bad. You know, something you really didn't want to happen to you, something very painful that happened, something unexpected that happened. And now you turn around and I'm sure there's a percentage of our listeners who say, actually, that was one of the best things that happened to me. You know, and countless times you hear people, you know, suddenly leave relationships or suddenly lose jobs and they think, shit, my life is over. How am I going to come back from this? And eventually what happens in a lot of cases is you work through it and something else comes up or, you know, after the storm comes through and tears everything away, there's regrowth. It's just, it's such a natural cycle to have that growth. Well, and the regrowth is always more lush and abundant than what was there before the destruction. The destruction made it come back stronger. You know, one of the ways we were, um, we had these fig trees that we were trying to grow inside the house and they got so tall because we had a really tall ceiling in the living room and they started like drooping because they got so tall. And I read something that said, you know, to, to strengthen your tree, you need to put it outside and let it blow in the wind and it will become stronger because it's not getting any wind inside the house. Mm-hmm. And so it's not building its strength. Mm-hmm. And guess what? You know, the fire happened. There were weak trees. They all, you know, got th- kicked around and thrown around and, and died. As a result, we have one that we saved. It's here in the rental house and we're making it a stronger tree by, you know, putting it outside when the weather is good and things like that. That's just a sign of how all creation works. The contrast, if you will, or the negative, if you will, exists to make you a stronger, more sophisticated version of you. And we're all source. So in doing that, we are contributing to the expansion of consciousness that is source. Source becoming a more sophisticated, expanded version of itself. And even scientists say the universe is always expanding and we don't know why. Well, we do. We know why. We know it's ever expanding because we have this expansive nature where we're always wanting to improve. We're always wanting to do better, do more, have more. That's our nature. We know that's our nature, whatever that Mm. looks like for us. And when you let the negative stuff stop you, if you let it deter you, that's part of the process. But when you let it stop you, you have to understand that you are making that choice to allow that to stop you. It doesn't have to. Things can fall apart and regenerate magically. And it happens. There's evidence of it all around us. I remember during the Great Recession, you know, oh, it's going to take 40 years for the United States to bounce back. Well, guess what? You know, financially it didn't. You know, it was a long drawn out period, but the economy came back. Things rebuilt. Housing values are higher now than ever here in the United States. You know, and there'll be something Mm -hmm. else that will take that down and then it will come back again. Mm, never mm. expanding and financial markets a great way to to measure that because it's so closely monitored but it yep. really applies to everything Every, all yeah, creation, it works the same way and, and the interesting thing about the financial markets is it's not a straight line right it goes up drops goes up mm-hmm. drops up over up, time but drops. up and down as it goes up exactly yeah 
and, and sometimes it drops a lot and it sizzles down down here for a bit and then it kind of closes. But eventually that trend line is always is always up. That kind yeah. of macro trend line is, is kind of always that gentle slide up. And our lives can be that. I think that in the matrix, we are taught, we, we are delivered a message that sort of stunts that growth, that expansion, if we allow it to. And it's this whole idea of you believe it when you see it, where we know that universal law is you see it when you, you believe it. it. When you believe it. <laughs> I had to get it, make sure I was getting it right. My dyslexia kicked in for a minute. And to bring it back around to my daughter's experience, right? She when she when she was hammering really hard, she got the tickets, but they were kind of the back row tickets. And then when she went in for the last time, kind of a little more carefree about it, a little more joyous about it, a little more open to surprise, the universe delivers something she couldn't have dreamt of. You yeah. Know? Um, and did she, did she stay on the topic, or did she sort of just forget about it? No, she stayed on it. She knew it was the she knew it was the last time, but there was but she already had tickets, so she was like, "I'm I'm happy and grateful for the tickets I have, and I'm just going to have another try, and let's see what happens." There, there wasn't that need. Ah, yeah, I was going to say somehow you have to eliminate. However, you do it. If you get off the topic, that can be effective. Uh, already having a version of is good. We talk about uh, adoptive parents all the time how common it is for adoptive parents to get pregnant after they have the adoption in process. Yeah. Yeah. Very common because they're no longer in that need vibration of a baby. Now the, yeah. the pregnancy can occur as a manifestation because you're not blocking it with need. Yeah. Well, people who stop doing IVF and two months later, they're pregnant. Yeah. Stop yeah. trying. It's that stress. It's the stress. Yeah. 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 We're taught to hustle and try and push and, <clears throat> But you got yeah. you you've got to. I love the saying, "Put the cart before the horse." That's how universal yeah. creation works. It's consciousness first, believing it, and then seeing it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And there's one other thing that we need to to cover off that we'll cover off on the Patreon, um, which is about that final piece of the puzzle that helps you manage uh, manage negative and helps you really see the joy in negative experiences. Um, so should we should we jump off over to there and and break into that final ingredient? Yeah, let's do it. For those of you that are subscribing, uh, we're going to go a little deeper into this and give you some real tools. Uh, I think we've given you a lot already, but uh, certainly for you subscribers, we want um, to give you a little something extra to show our appreciation. So uh, Manifesting Matt is going to join me over on the other side on our Patreon, the Stream of David Patreon. Check it out and uh, you'll get the, uh, the plus version of this podcast. I want to thank all of you so much for listening. Thank you, Matt, for being here. See you soon. Pleasure. Always fun. Bye-bye. This episode doesn't have to end here. You can join us over on Patreon for the roundtable discussion of everything the stream shared today and how to apply it in your life. Join us at patreon.com forward slash the stream of David. I hope to see you over there.